Incredible edibles start with Loran. Professional bakery emulsions, super strength flavors, and candy mixes from Loran make it easier than ever to create your own delicious edible experience. Bite Me listeners in the contiguous 48 receive 15% off their order at loranoils.com. Just enter Bite Me 15 at checkout. For listeners outside the 48, email customercare at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. Hey everyone, welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles, where I help you take control of your high life. Welcome back, I'm your favorite host, Marge, at least I hope you're your favorite, or at least amongst the top 10, top 50, top 100 maybe, and I just want to welcome you to this week's episode on the green Christmas. We're all hoping for a green Christmas, aren't we? But it's probably a bit of a different sort of green Christmas. Actually, all of you are probably on the same page as I am. You probably all want the same kind of green Christmas that I do, which is one that involves lots of edibles, which is why we're here. That's what we're going to be getting into in this episode. If you're just joining us for the first time, I just want to say hello and thank you. Thank you on behalf of myself and the cannabis community at large and edibles lovers, edible lovers all over the place. Thanks for being here. It's you guys that make me want to keep doing this shit every single week because otherwise I probably would have given up a long time ago. And if you're rejoining us, then, and you're back again, like seriously, you guys rock. And thank you. Thank you for listening. And I really appreciate any of you who've taken the time to reach out to me. So thanks. So welcome. Hello. 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 Let's get into it. Last week, we talked about the green dragon. Did any of you have a chance to try that shit out with the whipped cream dispenser? I uh, I bought the whipped cream dispenser. And of course, because I used it to infuse the, the vodka that I made last week, which was pretty delicious. But of course, that also means I've been just using it as a regular old whipped, like whipped cream dispenser as it was intended. And I've been getting a little bit back into having whipped cream in my coffee every morning, which is probably not the best idea ever. I kind of quit putting cream in my coffee because I was just like, geez, why do I seem to be getting kind of fat? Well, lo and behold, it's, you know, large amounts of cream in my coffee in the morning tends to do that. But ever since I got this whipped cream dispenser, I've been doing it again. Except this time, instead of it just being cream in my coffee, it's whipped and light and fluffy. I don't even put sugar in it, but holy cow, is it like drinking a cloud? I ran out of cream the other day, which was probably a good thing. So I'll just have to go back to using it for the reason I intended, which was to infuse alcohol. The vodka drink that I made last week was pretty great. I had this book, Cannabis Cocktails, Mocktails, and Tonics, for those of you who are curious. We'll be getting into that a little bit later. But I found a recipe in there called Jet Chamber vodka-based drink with coconut milk and a hot Thai spice blend. It was lovely. I made it after a really long day at work and I was so tired and I was just like, fuck this shit. I didn't have my traditional edible, which this week has been literally spoonfuls of almond butter off the spoon. Yeah, it's been that kind of week, you guys. So one of these days last week, I made this green dragon because I wanted to test it out. I'm going to try it again with some different alcohols as well because I'm not really sure 
that I really liked the color that it turned out. If you listen to last week's episode on Taming the Green Dragon, you'll know what I mean. So I'm going to try that again. But as for making cocktails, it was pretty nice. And this jet chamber out of that book was great. Now, I don't know if I stayed up long enough to really feel the effects. And of course, the dosing is fairly low for the Green Dragon because you are mixing it with alcohol. But that was pretty nice. So I'm going to say that was a successful science experiment when you can come home, make a nice infused cocktail after a long day at work, put your feet up and just... You know that feeling when you get off work? Yeah, I bet you do. One of the other things I'm hoping to do is mulled wine at Christmas. I think I mentioned that as well. And guess what? I had kind of forgotten. I made mulled wine last year and it was delicious. But you put brandy in mulled wine, among other things. And brandy, lo and behold, is one of the things you can infuse with your whipped cream dispenser. I am going to be infusing my mulled wine. That could be dangerous, maybe. But again, you keep the dosing low enough that it's not going to make a huge difference. So we'll see how that goes. I have a whole Christmas idea that I want to get into in this long 20-minute episode. What we're going to be talking about is Christmas gift ideas. Christmas is coming, you guys. I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel like Christmas is so commercial. It's just spend, 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 spend. And believe me, this time of year is pretty expensive. My sister just had her birthday on Sunday and my daughter just turned 20 yesterday. So there was that celebration as well. She's hard to shop for too. So I just came out, I found something great to get her for her birthday. And now I got to do something again for Christmas. Like what the fuck do I even buy her now? You may have people on your list that are edible lovers like yourself. And if that's the case, I'm here to help you out. I have a few ideas anyway. And these might not come as any kind of real surprise, I suppose. Some of it will require you to be a little bit handy. But I just want to tell you a little story before I get into Christmas ideas for edible lovers. And that's the story of my mother. Now, my mother... May she rest in peace, passed away a couple years ago. My parents are older. Uh, my mother passed away, I believe she was 78 when she passed away. So she would have been 80 this year. My parents came from a completely different era. They had kids later in life. They, My mom was 37 when she had me. And then my sister came along less than a couple years later. My dad was 45. That puts my dad in his late 80s right now. And I mean, these days it's pretty commonplace for people to be having kids in their late 30s, maybe even early 40s. It's not something I did. I kind of bucked the trend on that one. Yeah, so they were they were having kids a lot later in life when it was way more traditional to have kids when you're in your early 20s. They naturally had a completely different way of looking at gift giving. My dad also grew up in a time, he was uh, about eight years older than my mother. He grew up in a time when it was, he grew up during the Great Depression. I mean, he was just sort of being born into that. But of course, having parents and multiple siblings who were accustomed to that kind of lifestyle, it meant that they looked at things in a completely different way. They were pretty frugal. And growing up, that was, I think it was more common for people to be frugal back then. But it was just sort of in their nature because of the way that they, their upbringing. And Christmas often meant that my mother would pull things off the shelves at her house 
wrap them up and give them to us. This seemed to be something she did a lot later in life. Like when my girls were kind of teenagers and I have three girls. So when they were teenagers, you know, it wasn't uncommon on Christmas morning for them to receive gifts like a case of persimmons, a video cassette that she had pulled off her shelf. I remember getting books on how to tie scarves that had been part of my mom's book collection for (laughs) decades. And at the time we were kind of like, especially the girls were kind of like, wow, this is like really great grandma. Like what the fuck? That was sort of the prevailing thought because a lot of these random gifts were things she thought we could use, but definitely they were never new. But you know, all these years later, those are the gifts that we recall. Those are the gifts we talk about. And the ones we get a chuckle from kind of started this tradition. I guess it's my own tradition. I'm starting it just in memory of my mother because I do miss her. And that is to pull something off my own shelf, out of my own closet, out of the dark corners of this and that in my house. Wrap those things up and give them to the immediate family in honor of my my mother. It's not really about the gift giving. I mean, yeah, it's nice to get nice gifts and stuff. I'm certainly no stranger to appreciating fancy shit that's wrapped up for me under the tree. But the stuff that I remember most is the time together. And that is something that was really important to my mom. So in that vein, some of you may be thinking of making your own Christmas gifts. And if that's the case... I hope you do. I hope you have people you can give the gift of edibles to. And if you don't have people like that in your life, well, that's pretty sad. But if you need gift ideas for people for Christmas, look no further than this gift guide I'm going to go through right now. Now, the one thing I'm going to start with is some of the books I've talked about on this podcast because there's ones that I really rely on. I'm a home chef. I love to cook, but I'm not professionally trained in any way, shape, or form. Most of you probably aren't either. It's just something you enjoy doing. And as some people pointed out, I'm thinking of you, Ray, right now, who said that you used to buy edibles from somebody, but you really had no idea what you were getting. And a lot of the times, I don't think it's that much different when you're buying from a dispensary. I mean, yes, of course, they have an ingredients label and stuff like that. You can buy some pretty beautiful high-end edibles. But if you're buying less expensive ones, okay, I guess they all have ingredient ingredient lists on them. But they're not always the ingredients that you want to be taking. There's preservatives. There's all kinds of other stuff. And if you're buying them from somebody that you know... You still don't know what they're necessarily putting in. I mean, they might be buying the cheapest possible ingredients they can get away with. When I make my edibles, I buy the best stuff I possibly can. Why? Because I know what I'm doing. I know I'm going to be eating them. And I want to be able to share them with people and be proud about what I'm sharing. But some people don't give a shit. And if you're buying them from some stranger, you don't know. So this is why the whole take control of your high life thing really comes into play. Because when you make them yourself, you know exactly what you're putting in them. The three books I'm going to recommend, I've reviewed two of them on this podcast. You can always go back and listen to those. But the first one is Bon Appetit. That was actually a lovely Christmas present that I got last year. 
So that's a great hardcover book with beautiful photography in it. The second book is Edibles, Small Bites for the Cannabis, Modern Cannabis Kitchen. Super excited about this book. I've tried a couple things from that that I'll be talking about in the coming weeks. I have not yet tried the fried mac and cheese, but I think I'll be looking at that more closely because I want to be doing an infused... Oh, I'm just flipping through it right now. Holy shit. Some of the, I'm sorry to get, be distracted, but the pictures in here are just stunning. This is how I want to get high, you guys, is by these lovely things that are in this book. So anyway, I'm really excited about this book and I'm wanting to do a whole Christmas infused Christmas dinner with some of these small bite ideas in here. And then the final book that I would recommend is Cannabis Cocktails, Mocktails and Tonics, The Art of Spirited Drinks and Buzzworthy Libations. And that's all about different beverages, infused beverages. So if you have somebody on your list that loves edibles as much as you do, these are three books I'd highly recommend. I have personal experience with, I've flipped through them, I looked at the recipes, and you can't go wrong with one of those. And they're all like, they all have beautiful pictures and great recipes. None of them are, I think, overly complicated for somebody with some basic kitchen experience. If you have somebody who's a total, total noob in the kitchen, well, you might be able to make use of them anyway, too. So that was the first thing. Get somebody books. Because anybody who likes to spend time in the kitchen probably loves a well-thought-out cookbook. And those three would be the top of my list. Now, again, I'm sure there's other great ones out there, too. But I've looked around in the bookstores and... Some of the cannabis cookbooks look kind of cheesy. The another, another gift idea, of course, if you have somebody who's really wanting to get into making cannabis cocktails, is the whipped cream dispenser that I used last week. The whipped cream dispenser and the cream chargers, that can be another good gift idea for the edibles lover on your list if you think they're going to be into making that. Uh, the infused alcohols. Another idea. You're welcome. Silicone molds. I've bought different ones over the years. I had some gummy bear ones actually that I just got rid of because they were too small. They came in a pack. I think I got like four small trays for the package. They weren't too expensive, but the gummy bears were tiny. I just didn't, I just didn't like them. The size wasn't any good. They were too small. So I got rid of them. They also meant that sometimes they were a pain in the ass to clean by the time I was done especially depending on the stuff that I was having to clean out of them. So anything that makes my life more difficult is something that I'm probably going to pass on. I did use them a few times, but I replaced them with new silicone molds. And one of the ones that was definitely way better than the other. I got two. One was a, like a pot leaf shaped mold. Great in theory, not always so great in practice. Sometimes when you're putting things in it, like say a gummy style of candy, some of those gummies that you're making yourself can be pretty soft. And next thing you know, like the points of the leaves are always breaking off because they are so thin. Instead, what I recommend is I got a silicone mold that was medallion style that had like a weed leaf embossed in the bottom. So any of the anything that you put into that mold would have a weed leaf embossed in it. So it gave it that really nice professional look without the issue of points of your weed leaf breaking off and then of course you're wasting valuable product that way too and molds of course are fantastic because they can go in your dishwasher you can put them in the oven you can put them in the freezer you can 
do whatever the hell you want to them and they're going to hold up and they last forever. So if you find a good mold, uh, there's so many fun ones out there too, but always look for something that's a little bit bigger. Again, anything that's really small is going to be a pain in the ass to clean. So there's that. So these molds, I can link to ones in the show notes for the, for the molds that I found that I really like. I find that they're a pretty decent size too. If you're making small bites of say the keto bombs that I had posted before, something like that, they're fantastic. And you can eat like, I think I was with the dosing that I had on those, I was eating, let's say two or three of them great molds and of course you can get into stuff that isn't weed related but sometimes I like the weed related ones because then if there is no confusion as to what you're getting into so if somebody happens to stumble upon your stash and there's a weed leaf embossed on it they're gonna know that it's infused at least I hope they have the brain power to make that connection so another along those same lines I'd also recommend silicone oven mitts if you're doing any kind of baking because I find that they are also easy to clean once again you can just run them under water give them a wipe down and they really do what an oven mitt's supposed to do which is keep you from burning your hands so they were great but just the fact that they clean so easily is fantastic so silicone oven mitts could also be a good gift for somebody who's getting into edibles if you are also buying somebody who maybe likes enjoys edibles but doesn't necessarily want to make them you can also get into things like making fusions butters or cookies or whatever it is that you've perfected i mean imagine you're getting a gift from a friend and they've decided to gift you with a beautiful emerald green coconut butter that they can use to make their own stuff it's a valuable gift right there. You put that in a good looking jar, tie a ribbon around it and it'll add a little message and holy shit, what a great gift. And you're already doing it anyway for yourself. Uh, to me, that's super thoughtful. So if you have somebody in your list that likes to eat edibles, maybe likes to bake a little bit, because honestly, somebody who doesn't even like to, who doesn't even bake a whole ton, can go to the store and get like a package of any kind of like cookie mix. They don't even have to make them from scratch. They can have half the work done for them. That's a great gift idea right there too. If you really want to go out all out, you can also, you know, magical butter machines are always on the table. There's those home cannabis dosage checkers. There's one called tcheck.me that I actually I'm really interested in. I kind of want one. Uh, they're super expensive though. I think they range, I forget what they go for. I think they're about $500 US for the whole set. It will allow you to test not only your dried flour but your edibles to check the potency and it's a like home kit that you use why wouldn't you want to know that I think that's a fantastic idea but it's a little pricey so that's a pretty expensive gift I've asked for one for Christmas we'll see what kind of list I'm on naughty or nice no I'm kidding <laughs> I have no expectations on that one because it is a lot of money but uh, maybe I'll get lucky this year. You never know. My husband's pretty feeling pretty generous lately. So we'll see. Because that is another idea for somebody who's been uh, very deserving if they're into edibles. Or maybe that's something that you deserve. Maybe it's time to treat yourself. Finally, the gift of your own edibles. Handmade from scratch. Does anything say love like gifting edibles? Now the real trick is to is the packaging. So what I would suggest, of course, is to pack it, is to make an edible that you have enough experience with that you're confident giving them and advising on dosing. Because of course, anytime you give something to somebody, the first question people are going to ask is, how much should I eat? And if they're, you know, 
people that are interested in edibles but maybe not as experienced, it's a pretty fucking valid question. So you want it to be an edible that you have perfected perhaps to this point or done enough times that you can feel confident about what you're talking about. And then it's all in the packaging. I like to put mine in stay fresh bags that I seal with my daughter's flat iron. And it works beautifully. It really does keep them fresh too. I'm always super impressed when I like I made a batch of cookies and like a week and a half later I'm opening up one of these packages and they still taste they're still as moist and delicious as the day I first baked them. I mean talk about a win. I get mine off a website called Crystal no, sorry, clearbags.ca. I will check for you guys to see if there is a version of that same website in the United States, because I know a lot of you are listening in the United States, but anything like that, you could probably, I'm sure there's all kinds of websites out there. Maybe some of you can recommend some to me so I can advise the rest of our listeners if you know something. But I go to this website, clearbags.ca. Again, it's Canadian. They have an eco section and I do the craft compostable, compostable flat heat seal bags. I look at the measurements. I literally get out a tape measure to make sure I know what I'm buying. And I bought bags that will hold one, two, and four cookies. And from there, sometimes you can put, uh, if you're really organized, you can print labels or stickers to put on them to add that personal touch as well, which is pretty fun. If you're looking to have some really professional stickers done, highly recommend stickermule.com. Fantastic. They do all kinds of stuff. If you've ever written me and gotten a surprise in the mail, you know what I'm talking about. Those great quality stickers come from Sticker Mule, so I would definitely recommend them too. Really, if you're going to be giving homemade infusions, whether they're cookies, brownies, truffles, whatever it is that you love making, you want to share with somebody you care about, presentation is everything. It's something that will keep them fresh. They don't have to feel obligated to eat that cookie or whatever straight away. Or they'll, I don't know, maybe you know the people really well and they they're going to eat them right away anyway so it doesn't matter in which case you can put them in a nice box or a nice tin that you pick up somewhere or and there you have it christmas is for edibles lovers that's what i think there's probably lots of other ideas too if you have somebody who's really getting really into making edibles anything kind of gadget for the kitchen uh, as far as cooking or baking goes is probably a, a good gift so you can try that too And next, coming up. So just uh, to keep you guys updated as well, the website is coming along. It's coming along. Looks like it probably launched for the new year. Anybody who said they're excited about the podcast upcoming, I really appreciate it. It does give me the energy to keep working on it. I'm also probably in the upcoming, few upcoming episodes, I'm going to be talking about sous vide. I've had some people, I've been talking with some people out there, especially thanks to you, Johnny, about the sous vide method. And it's something I think I want to try to experiment with. I haven't really experimented with it too much myself, but I'm going to try that and report back. That's probably something we'll probably have to wait till after Christmas. Uh, we're going to be looking at some more decarbing questions, maybe get a little more specifics. There's, uh, people have a lot of questions about decarbing, so I think I'm going to revisit that. And I think I have some stories from some listeners that I'm going to be sharing. I'm pretty excited about that too. So that's all the kind of things I'm working on coming up. 
And as always, if you want to reach out to me for any particular reason, I love hearing from you. And it's bite me podcast at fastmail.com. You can review this website if you feel so inclined. I would appreciate it. I'd appreciate a five-star review, of course. You can follow me at Bite Me Podcast on the Instagrams. And I believe it's at Hostmarge on Facebook. I do... If you want to send me your email, you can do that too. And I'll let you know when the website launches. As I'm getting closer to that, I'm probably going to be a little more upfront about some of the things I have planned as far as that goes. And finally, if you know somebody, an edibles lover in your life too, share the podcast. Share the share the wealth. Share the love. I'd appreciate that too. And now I really feel like I've been talking for t- far too long. I love you guys. I hope you have a great week. Stay high. Thank you.